How do you plant a house church in a village that has no Christians, no Bible, and in a village that has never had a church in it, ever? Furthermore, how do you plant 242,000 house churches in villages with these same conditions? Get ready for what I think will be a surprising and very educating episode as Pastor M from India walks us through how he and hundreds of the church planters we support are planning thousands of house churches in India, one house church at a time. Welcome to the 360Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360Serve. Did you know that one in three people in our world today have yet to even hear the name of Jesus? And the majority of these people have yet to hear the name of Jesus? They live in areas where American missionaries are unable to travel and freely share the gospel and plant churches. But indigenous church planting pastors are already there, living in their countries. They know their language and culture, and they are very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions, where we help you support indigenous church planting pastors, sending them into full-time gospel ministry so they can serve as missionaries to the least reached people in their own country. The 360 Serve podcast is dedicated to interviewing these amazing church planters so you can hear straight from them the incredible things God is doing today all over the world and how you can get involved. I trust it's been a blessing for you to get to know Pastor M, our movement leader from India. Let's jump into our conversation with Pastor M on the exciting topic of church planning. Well, it's so good to be back together with Pastor M, our movement leader from India. Uh, Excited uh, that we can be together again, Pastor M. How are you doing? Pastor Mark, I am doing really great. Yes, I want to thank you so much for your prayer, for your support. And I want to thank 360 Serve family for standing with us for the prayer and for the great support. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's uh, our honor to certainly do that. And I'm excited about this episode. I think I'm excited about every episode, but this one we get to talk about church planting, which is really the heart of what I know your life is about and what we are about as well. And, uh, you know, Pastor M, I I remember the first time that we met, and it was was many years ago, over six years ago. Uh, We were at a conference together, and uh, I went to this conference to, I usually go to conferences to pray for the Lord to maybe put me in contact with someone we can partner with, uh, a movement leader. And uh, I remember you were given a few minutes to just share an update up front, about five minutes about what God was doing in India. And this is the first time I'd heard of you. And and just as you were speaking and you were sharing much of the story that you shared earlier in our last session, and the Holy Spirit just was like moving in my life. And I was so excited. After you shared, you sat down and I was sitting next to my wife in, in a large conference room, and I said, I'm going. And I just had to get up, and I walked over in the middle of that session. I sat right down next to you, and I shook your hand. And I said, hi, I'm Mark. Uh, we're going to become really good friends. And I sat down next to you. And uh, do you remember that moment? <laughs> yes, yes, I remember. Yes. You know, and I said after, I go, hey, let's uh, let's get together and talk afterwards. And of course we did. And by God's grace, wow, what a what a friendship. 
has come about, Pastor M. What a joy to partner together to travel all over North India India together. And uh, it's been an amazing journey, and I thank the Lord uh, for you. So let's kind of pick it up here in just kind of a general question to begin with. You know, every church planning movement uh, that we support, it has similar but also unique ways in which God has called the movement leader to plant churches. And how would you describe your philosophy of church planning? Why don't we start with that? Yeah, you know, I I am very much challenged. Uh, you know, Jesus did not told to his disciple to go and to plant church. Uh, but he said that I will build my church. But he gave a big task to his disciple to go make disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just, I have been very much challenged uh, that uh, if I believe in Jesus, I feel that I am his disciple. And if I am his disciple, that my job is to make more disciples. So, uh, so you know, uh, I, I feel that uh, I am a disciple maker, that my job is to make disciples. Uh, so praise God uh, for this uh, wonderful things uh, uh, that I believe that every believer is a disciple maker. And if they are disciple maker, they need to make disciple. Uh, think about, you know, the world. I think we are largest religion in this world. Mm-hmm. And if everybody will think that uh, they are you know, believer in Christ or they are disciple in Christ. I think in one day or maybe in a couple of hours, we can bring the whole world before Jesus. But most of the people, they forget their responsibility. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, uh, every believer are called to 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 be disciple maker and uh, this is what i think uh, yeah mm. yeah amen there's <laughs> that is straight down the center of really the great commission to go to make disciples of all nations uh everywhere and uh out of that obviously uh god's people assemble in churches and house churches is where the most dynamic movement of discipleship is taking place on planet Earth today, for sure. And so, Pastor M, you know, the Lord has led you. I I would call you a master discipler. Uh, You have followed Jesus. God has used you in mighty ways to not only train and make disciples, but also to plant many house churches as a result of that uh, passion for discipleship in North India. So let, let's talk a little bit about just how you go about uh, discipling, training these church planters. And I know you don't do it alone, but uh, share with us some of just uh, what's involved in this process of discipling, ultimately, church planters uh, into the work of church planning. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Uh... 
I am very much challenged uh, uh, because, you know, if we want to consider Jesus, uh, we can consider or we can call him or we can call by this name, that name. We can call him God. We can call him teacher. We can call him healer. Everything fits uh, for Jesus. Uh, but one of the things that I have learned, uh, because while he was on the earth, he spent three and a half years time with his disciple. So for me, uh, Jesus was uh, a, a trainer. You know, uh, think about, you know, while Jesus was just going uh, place to place, he was with his disciple. They were sleeping on the, you know, just like on the boat sometime. They were just sitting on the mountain together. So, of course, he was the best teacher, but I feel that he showed all his disciple a model. Uh, and that's why I consider personally for me that Jesus was one of the best trainers that he equipped and trained his disciple. And when he left, uh, you know, his disciples, they, they turned the world ups and down. So uh, uh, this is how I think that... Uh, uh, if we are teaching or training any church planter, we need to model for them. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to just show them that how to how to plant a church or how to make a disciple or how to share the story of Jesus uh, like this. Uh, this is how I have been challenged uh, uh, that uh, I want to show them the model that how to do the, uh, the things. So that's why uh, we do have a, a simple church planting manual uh, we call four field uh, of five church planting movement like that so the first one we called uh, the entry plan entry plan because there are thousands of villages are empty where there is no churches no people believe in jesus so we talk about how to enter those villages when we enter what we will be doing and what should we not do like this so we call entry plan uh, and, uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, gospel plan, you know, when we find somebody, how we are going to present the gospel. And then when somebody become uh, interested, uh, you know, what are the things that we have to do? So third one is like discipleship plan. When somebody gave their life to Christ, uh, what are the things that we need to teach them so that they can become disciples? When they become disciples, then we need to, need to form a church because all the disciples, they can get together and experience the first century church model into the house churches. And when the church form, you know, the fifth one, we talk about leaders multiplication uh, because, you know, uh, praise God, you know, since thousands of years, the church was not there in that village. Now there is a church. Now there are 20, 30 people are worshiping together, but thousands of villages or maybe a couple of villages surrounding that village are empty. So who will go? That's why we talk about leaders multiplication. Yeah, so this is how we introduce our church planting manual to train uh, even the simple believer can learn and become the disciple maker and then become the house church leader. And it's very easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that is the beautiful thing about 
you know, just what is taking place in India, um, that a brand new believer, and we're going to get into this in future uh, episodes of just how thousands of these new believers are being trained in in this basic process that you just kind of outlined here, Pastor M, which is helpful for us to hear. And I, I know you're just giving a very brief overview. Obviously, that's all we have time for right now. But this is impacting so many lives, and it's resulting in so much fruit to the glory of God and the multiplication of disciples and church planting throughout northern India. It's it's so exciting. Now, I know that, uh, you know, the church planters, tell, tell me, you know, we're in our next session, we're going to talk about church planters in, in depth, but... W- what do you look for? Who is a, a church planter? Uh, maybe let's start with that. And then we're going to talk about those that train the church planters. What does it take to be a church planter? Well, uh, for example, like if I am a church planter and if I am going to village, as I talk uh, with you that uh, we talk about entry plan. So in the entry plan, we talk or we teach two things. Uh, do the fasting prayer, uh, pray fast to find the person of peace in that village. Because when we study what Jesus taught to his disciple while he was sending his disciple to the villages, so he talked that somebody is there into that villages to welcome you. And if we go, if we send our church planters, and while they are going with prayer and fast, walking prayer, and when they enter the village, and if somebody, they welcome, if they bring the water, if they just open their doors, they bring the chair, and if there is an introduction is going on, and when we talk about, hey, we are here in this village, we came to this village to pray if some sick people are there, we want to pray for them freely, uh, we are people of God, and this is uh, what we want to see. So... So this is, uh, this is what we do in that village. And when somebody welcome, when somebody brings the water and everything and interested to know more about Jesus, uh, then we can share our testimony that how we came to Christ or how, how I came to Christ. And then if they are interested, then we talk about Jesus' story. And if they believe in Jesus, then we ask them, hey, we want to come next time, please gather your family, friends. Uh, so next week we will, you know, talk about more about Jesus. Mm. And if they are doing, I feel that they are person of peace. I feel that, uh, you know, uh, they will be the key person in those villages or in those area. Uh, so this is how our church planters are trained to find the person of yeah. peace. That's so critical in church planning in these unreached areas, these villages, hundreds of thousands of villages that are unreached throughout North India. And so this idea of person in peace, I I think that it's not used a lot here in the United States. It's critical to every movement. And this is so biblical. Matthew chapter 10, right? Jesus speaks about it and elsewhere. But can can you camp on that a little bit more so that people who are listening, we're hearing a little bit about this philosophy of church planning, and you just share with us these five kind of steps in this entry plan, these church planners, they're being trained. 
They're fasting and they're praying. They walk into this village where there's no church, there's no believer, and and what happens, Pastor M? How does it play out? You know, they're looking for personal peace because, uh, you know, Matthew chapter 10 or Luke chapter 10 talks about uh, Jesus, you know, when he was sending his disciple, he said that somebody is there to welcome mm. you. Uh, so in our situation, in our culture here in India, uh, because uh, thousands of villages are empty, no believer, no church. So uh, we train our church planter to enter those villages. And their main goal is to look for the person of peace. When they find the person of peace, that person of peace is a key to start a church in that village. That person of peace uh, you know, that we totally depend on him over there in that village, that he will gather his people, his family, his members, so that, you know, uh, that group can turn into a house church. So uh, it's, it's uh, one of the best strategy that we are doing directly. And we found thousands of personal peace. Yeah, even we do, uh, when we do large outreach, uh, our goal is to find the personal peace because the personal peace is the key for a new village uh, that become our main contact. Uh, personal peace is the one who welcome. Person of the peace is the one who gather his friends and family together. He will call, hey, come and uh, listen about Jesus because uh, you know you all will be uh, challenged to hear the story of Jesus. Yeah. In our next session, we're going to introduce church planners. I'm going to have you tell some stories of some actual church planners and kind of the process they go through. So this is so helpful, though, because thousands of house churches are starting as these church planners who are being trained by the thousands are going into these unreached villages, praying and fasting, looking for that person of peace and following, you know, these five guidelines you've kind of given us. Now, let's talk about one more aspect of this. And I know that, Pastor M, you have trained, let's just say, many of the master trainers. Talk about who a master trainer is, because I think our uh, those that support, those who are listening, we need to understand this. Yeah, the master trainers, uh, you know, we consider them as a master trainer when somebody has planted more than 50 house churches. And if somebody has you know, lead over 500 people to Christ. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, so they, they are considered, means uh, I or our team, we call them a master trainer because they already did the work of God little bit. You know, uh, they are already experienced. They, they know how to multiply the house churches. Uh, so that's why, we consider them uh, as a master trainer if somebody have planted more than 50 house churches. Mm. And yeah, yeah, through multiplication. Wait, wow. Yeah. So these master trainers will meet with uh, those that are being trained, discipled to become a house church planner. And so what does that look like? What What is a uh, a, a church house church planting training kind of session consist of what is that like so so the master trainers uh, responsibility uh, you know that they do have their own ministry you know like in an area 
They have planted 50 or more than 50 house churches. So every day they are busy, but their commitment to go 10 days out into a different unreached places where the work has not been started. So what they will do if they find some contact over there, like if they find the person of peace or if they find some believers, they will gather them for two days and they will you know, teach the, the, the five lessons, mm. entry plan, gospel plan, discipleship plan, church formation, leaders multiplication. It is all based on the storytelling method. Mm. And uh, so the, the master trainers, they gather 20 to 25 people together for two days who are already believer in Christ or somebody are disciple or somebody are like house church leader. Mm. And they will sit with them and they will talk every point and they will do the practically that how they can share their testimony, mm. how they can share the Jesus story. So it's like a, a powerful things that these master trainers are playing the great role into the ministry. And we are able to see thousands of yeah. church planting plants are taking place. Wow. Yeah. So this training, uh, this house church kind of planner training, it's it takes place over two days. Is that correct? You got like 25 of these uh, potential church planners. They're in there being trained. I, I mean, like eight hours a day kind of thing. Is that correct? Or or, or how long does it take? Yeah, six, six, six hours a wow. day for two days. Wow. Yeah. Hallelujah. And uh, this, yeah, these people, they sit on the floor. Mm. Uh, you know, pretty simple, you know, they eat together, they pray together, uh, you know, just like uh, uh, they they are just hungry to learn about Jesus. Wow, yeah. that's exciting. You know, how can we pray for just the training of church planners? How can we, how can we pray for it? Well, I, I just wanted to uh, request uh, you and, and, and Priest 60 Sir family to continue pray because... Uh, uh, one of the things that I have been experienced that uh, when we do more training, uh, when we train new people, many more new house churches are started. Mm. And this is what God wants to see, that the earth will be filled with his glory of the knowledge. Mm -hmm. The church is the key thing mm. to transform the villages. Amen. Church is the main key things to claim that villages are set free from bondage, set free from satanic, dominic power, you know, these kinds of things. And this is what I want to wow. see. And this is what God wants to see, not only me. Yeah. Amen. You know, with uh, with, with one of these trainings, Pastor Ram, what, what is, I'm sure there's a cost to, uh, a, you know, a training for two days and 25 people on a master trainer. Is there a cost with that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cost around $100 uh, because uh, 25 people get together. Mm. Uh, they bring, uh, you know, food to get, like, means we have to purchase the food and the, the trainers has to travel over there and uh, uh, for two days. Uh, so it's a little cost over there. And, uh, and uh, yes, uh, but this $100 really challenged impact on 25 uh, people. Wow. Uh, most of them, they become house church leader. We have seen the result. Yeah. How many uh, 
training sessions could use that kind of support right now, Pastor M? You know, Pastor Mark, I think we have many master trainers. So hundreds of training we can do mm. uh, means are in great need. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. I think this has been so helpful for us to get our minds around what God is doing in North India, unique, this movement of God and uh, the discipleship, the training of these house church planners. It's exciting. The master trainers, these five levels of discipleship, it's been super encouraging. Pastor M, we thank God for you. We thank the Lord for our partnership, how biblical this is. Wow. I just want to encourage our listeners to also read Matthew chapter 10, Luke chapter 10 as well. And just you'll see so much of what we talked about come out of the scriptures. So God bless you, Pastor M. Thanks again for the time. Thanks for just your life. And uh, we, we so appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Mark. And thanks, uh, 360 Sur family, for your prayer, for your great love, and for the great support. God is doing tremendous work here in India. And it is happening because you all are standing with us. So thank you very much. Thank you, Pastor M, for sharing with us what God has revealed to you. This biblical, five-step, simple, but profound plan for planting thousands of house churches all over North India, one house church at a time. I wonder how this episode is impacting your life. I pray you're inspired and encouraged by what you're hearing. Here's your action step of the day. Support a house church planter training meeting for $100. $100 pays for 25 church planter trainees to receive two days of training. It covers their food, their lodging, and the training. This training gives them what they need to begin planting house churches in the thousands of unreached villages of North India. Think of the impact that will result from the investment of $100. Hundreds of house churches will be planted in currently unreached villages. Thousands of people will come to Christ. Did you hear that? $100 trains 25 church planters. That's a wise investment indeed. If the Lord is leading you to give to this, just go to 360serve.org, click on projects, then click on training. Keep in mind that 100% of what you give to 360serve goes to where you designate that gift. I pray that you've been encouraged and blessed by what you've heard today. I can't wait for our next episode as Pastor M will talk about the church planners themselves. You're going to hear incredible stories about several of the church planners you support, how they came to Christ, how God is using them. You will hear about the challenges they face, including spiritual battles against demonic forces. You will learn about the impact the average church planner has, how many church planners are men and how many are women, and so much more. It's an episode you don't want to miss. Until then, may the Lord bless you.